morning. Good morning. Jesus said, I'm coming back soon, and we're still waiting. So Clayton's coming back soon, so who knows? No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> teasing. I'm very happy to hear what he's doing. Exceedingly happy. So we can get on with what God calls us to get on with. Amen. All right. The light is shining. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let there be light. There's light. First of all, welcome to visitors. I'm aware that we have possibly some visitors with us because of Thanksgiving weekend. We appreciate you coming. I hope you're having a good time with your family. Thank you very much. Um, what I want to briefly talk on, and I do want to be brief because I want to give us opportunity. I want to talk on Thanksgiving. I really do want to talk. It's a huge uh, biblical topic, if I can put it that way. For me, since I came to America 20 odd years ago, my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Why? Because it's not about what I get given. It's about what I can give. What I can honor other people and honor the Lord. And so it's, it's a very close thing into my own heart. And so I want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving, about gratitude. Then I want to give us a time where we can give thanks as a body. Okay. So we spend most of the year asking the Lord for things, which is right. He told us to do that. Um, asking for healing, deliverance, for wisdom, for insight, for what you're doing, Lord, for direction. And it's great to do that. We can at least take one Sunday and give thanks. And not ask him for another thing. Just give thanks to him. And give thanks to others. Because that is very biblical. And in uh, Psalm 28, I'll turn there quickly. Psalm 28. There's a couple of scriptures I want to read. Psalm 28. Sorry, I should have had it ready. I didn't. Psalm 28, 6 and 7 says this. Praise be to the Lord. For he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. So one of the ways we give thanks is in worship, in song. I will give thanks to him. The, the Greek um, definition, Strong's Concordance for thankfulness is well-favored and graceful. It's a word, it's a similar word where we get the word uh, granted as favor, where we get freely, where it free, it's freely or in kindness, it's rescue, deliverance, pardon, forgiveness. The Greek word is Eucharistos. It's the same word we use for communion. Isn't that amazing? That's the Greek word, that's the root. So truly there's a communion with God when we give thanks. Because that's the root of the word. And Hebrews 12, 28 says, clearly tells us that it is an expression of worship. I'll read it. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Amen. Just think about that for a minute. Everything can be shaken, but not the kingdom of God. So when something shakes in you, and it needs to shake off you, let it go. But that which is put in you cannot be shaken because it's the kingdom. Cannot be shaken. Let us be thankful and so worship God. Let us be thankful and so worship God. Psalm 95, a psalm 
most people will know very well in Psalm 100. just want to read a few verses out of Psalm 95. It says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving. And let us extol him with music and song. For the Lord is great. He's the great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry ground. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God and we are his people. Let us give him thanks. Let us give him thanks. Psalm 100 tells us how to approach him in terms of when we come to worship him. Shut for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. He is he who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with? We all know the scripture. Enter his gates. When you come in here, in a sense, you're entering his gates as a corporate body. Come with thankful hearts. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise and give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever and his faithfulness continues through all generations. Gratitude and faithfulness causes worship, praise to arise within. It keeps your heart and it keeps my heart tender before him when we are grateful for what he's done. And my heart includes my thoughts, my will, my affection. It keeps it tender before him. It helps us not to forget what he has done and what he is doing when we give thanks. Thankfulness helps us feed off what God is busy doing. It's food to our soul. It's food to our spirit. Never feed off what God hasn't done. Never feed off what God hasn't done. Because it will cause a spirit of offense to arise on you. Feed off what he's done. And know he's faithful to continue it. When there's a lifestyle that lacks gratitude and thanks, and thanksgiving, the heart becomes a little hard. It becomes a little crusty. And we forget the things that he has done. And Romans 1, I don't want to read it, actually outlines, unfortunately, the downward trend when we don't glorify him or thank him. We become futile in our thoughts. We become foolish in our hearts. Our understanding gets darkened. You go read it, Romans chapter 1. Idolatry enters. We worship something more than God. The flesh rises. A lie begins to take root or deception begins to happen. And then we forget his precious promises still to come. That's what Paul outlines because they never glorified him or gave thanks in Romans chapter 1. And in Psalm 106, as the people of Israel came out of Egypt and as they went into the desert, the Bible says they worshipped him and thanked him. But then unfortunately they forgot what he did. They soon forgot what he did. And it's so important to remember what he did because then we give thanks. And the Bible says, Psalm 106, verse 12 and 13, when they believed his promises and sang his praise, but they soon forgot what he had done. And then it gives us, unfortunately, a downward spiral over the next number of verses of what actually happens 
when people forget what God has done because of the lack of thanksgiving. They did not wait for his counsel. We get impatient with him. They gave in to their cravings. They put God to the test. You can go down through all the verses. They begin to worship something else, the Israelites. Then they started to forget the God that actually saved them. Verse 21. Verse 24 said they despised what they had been given. The manner that God said, they actually despised it. They started to grumble and moan. They started to yoke themselves with the foolish. Bitterness began to set in. They began to rebel and they set up some high places or strongholds and they started to sacrifice biblical values or godly values for the spirit of this age. And their protection started to go. It's all in Psalm 106. But the good news about Psalm 106, right at the end it says, but God remembered his covenant he had made with them and he had mercy upon them as they cried out. So we can never forget what he's done. And the way we do that is through thanksgiving. So when we cultivate a lifestyle of gratitude and thanksgiving, it is a gateway. It's a doorway to the more of God. It sets us up. It positions us. So if you've got a Bible, go to Colossians. I'm trying to get through this as fast as I can. Colossians. And then you test them. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7 says, just then, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing, overflowing with thankfulness. The New King James puts it this way, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted, built up in him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. So Paul uses four words in these two verses. The first one is rooted. And that word rooted, the tense is a completed action. You're rooted in Christ. When you got born again, you're in Christ. You're rooted. It's a complete action. But the next three words are what built up, established, and abounding are present tense words. It's what we continue to grow into. And the key to that is what? Thanksgiving. It's there. It's Thanksgiving. That's the key to it. Abounding in all with thankfulness, with thanksgiving. So thankfulness is the response of a heart and key to increase and growth and our walk with the Lord. Philippians chapter 2 says, therefore, in view of God's mercy, no, that's Romans chapter 12, I beg your pardon. Philippians chapter 2 says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act and to do according to his good pleasure. The very next verse says, continue to do this without grumbling or moaning. Thankfulness, and God will work it in us and work it through us. An atmosphere of gratitude causes what God has done or given to grow and increase in us. That's what it does. And we see this something in Luke 17. So if you've got a Bible, go to Luke 17. I'm trying to do this in 15 minutes, and we've got four minutes to go. Praise the living Lord. 
All right, because I do want to give us the opportunity to give thanks. <coughs> Let's go to Luke 17. Let's go to verse 11. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. The context is, if you go to Luke chapter 9, I think it's verse 40, 51 or 50, somewhere right about there, it says, Jesus resolutely set his mind towards Jerusalem. He made a decision, the Living Translation said, with an iron wall, he set his face towards Jerusalem, because he knew he had to go there. So that's the context. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, so he's still on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy <coughs> met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. <coughs> One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus answered, asked, <coughs> Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to the man, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. The Amplified puts one verse in this. He said, Amplified verse 15 and 16. Then one of them, upon seeing that he was cured, turned back, recognizing, thanking, and praising God with a loud voice. He fell prostrate at Jesus' feet and thanked him over and over and over and over. That's how the Amplified puts it. Jesus, it's interesting because Jesus equates thanks or gratitude as an expression of faith. Because <clears throat> he said, your faith has made you well. Sorry. <clears throat> so Jesus equates thanksgiving from a heart as an expression of faith. Because it's a trust factor. That's what it's about. I trust you, Lord, so I thank you. I trust you for the future. I thank you. And it's very interesting this, if you see the two parallels, when they came to Jesus, they asked him at a distance. When this man got healed, he fell at his feet. There was a closeness. Thanksness, thanksgiving brings you closer to the Lord. That's what happened to this man. It's interesting, Jesus didn't say no longer cleansed. He was cleansed. He said, you are saved. That word saved means sozo, means you're completely made well. So he went from just being cleansed to completely made well in every way and everyone. He turned back. Jesus just said, go show yourself to the priests. He didn't say he's going to heal them. He just said, go show yourself to the priests. And they went. And the Bible doesn't tell us if he actually, this man got to the priests. But the Bible says he turned back. So I don't think he did. I think on his way, as they started to get healed, all of a sudden, he realized what had happened to him. He chose to turn back and take time and fall at the feet of Jesus and thank him. 
And when we take time, people, to thank the Lord, something else happens inside of us. The Bible says he recognized, thanked, and praised God. We have to continually recognize God's gracious work in our hearts and thank him for his gracious work in his heart. I know without a doubt I stand here by the grace of God. I did not earn it. I do not deserve it. I did not earn my salvation. I did not deserve my salvation. If I didn't get saved, I wouldn't be married to that lady today because of my lifestyle. I wouldn't have been able to stand with you people today. I'm eternally grateful for what God has done in my life. Eternally grateful. We need to recognize that he uses his voice and body to thank the Lord. The Bible says with a loud voice he thanked him. And then he fell at his feet. Thanksgiving humbles ourselves before the Lord. We fall at his feet. We honor him. We thank him. We revere him. We recognize his work in our life. And without it, we wouldn't be where we are. A lifestyle of gratitude keeps our hearts tender and pliable in his hands. It helps us appropriate to walk in all that he has won for us on the cross. It positions us to enter into the more of God. And it brings glory to him. That's what Thanksgiving does. I encourage you, cultivate a lifestyle of gratitude. Thank the Lord daily, no matter what your day is like. Because the Bible says, thank him because he is good. Don't thank him because of your circumstances. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, I think, says, thank him in all circumstances. Not for the circumstances, but in all circumstances. For this is the will of God for your life in Christ Jesus. Thank him in all circumstances. Thank him, people. I encourage you. I know many of you do, but I encourage you. Don't lose it. Thank him. 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 And then the Bible also says we need to thank others. Paul writes in Philippians 1.3, I thank my God every time I remember you. I thank my God for this church. I honestly do. I thank the Lord for you people. It's a privilege to be part of it. It's a privilege to be part of what God is doing. It really is a privilege. I thank the Lord for every person that does all the serving, as Jen so adequately said today. Every person that makes a cup of tea, every person that helps a child, every person that greets. I thank you, but I thank the Lord first for you. Because it's his work in your life. 1 Thessalonians 3, 9 says, How can we thank God enough for you? How can I thank God enough for you? And a way to thank people is to honor them. Just to thank them and honor them. But I encourage you, don't go look for thanks. Because offense will arise. So when you do something, don't say, I wonder why they didn't come and thank me. Thank the Lord that he's teaching you something. <laughs> Never go look for thanks, but it's right to give thanks to others. Thank your mom and dad. They weren't perfect. I know mine weren't. They did all their best that they knew. Thank them. 
Bible says it many times. Honor your mother and father. Honor your mother and father. Again and again and again and again. And I know some of you might have struggled with your parents. But the Bible says honor them. Thank your friends. Thank your wife. Thank your husband. Thank your colleagues. Thank your boss and watch him fall over. No, I'm teasing. (laughs) Thank him. Don't just do it, but do it from the right place. I encourage you. It does something. Thanks does something. People know they appreciate it. And obviously, most of all, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. So I want to give us an opportunity as a body to give thanks. And I want as many people as possible to give thanks. So I have to put some boundaries in, so you have to forgive me. And I know some of you might want to come up here and preach or teach, but you cannot do that. Please. Okay? Because if everybody came up here and spoke for three minutes, we can only get ten people in. That's half an hour gone. But if everybody came up here and spoke for 30 seconds to a minute, we can get 30 people done. And it's good to publicly give thanks. So you've got to give me the privilege and the honor that if you gain on too long, then I'm going to come and take the mic from you. (laughs) Graciously. (laughs) Just so we can give other people. It's just an opportunity to either thank the Lord or thank some people if you want to. You don't even have to mention by name. You can just say, somebody in my life did this, whatever you feel you don't want to. But it's good to give thanks. It's wonderful to give thanks. So if you'd like to give thanks, it doesn't have to be long, as I said. 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, whatever. Not a minute, my son say, not a minute. As short as possible, please. We just want to be able to give you an opportunity to give thanks. Won't you please come and stand over here on this side? All right. Wonderful. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Wonderful. All right. Thank you. Okay, hang on. Just wait. I just want to see how many people are going to come. Good. Kevin, wonderful. Good. It's wonderful. So keep it brief. Go for it, Kevin. I just wanted to publicly thank Clayton and Jen for your leadership. Amen. We love you guys. I know it's been a hard season, but we love you and we thank you. We honor you publicly. Very good. Wonderful. Well done, Kevin. Okay, I second that 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to thank my mom and dad who are here visiting from Tennessee for everything, for just sticking with the Lord no matter what. And I want to thank my friends. Some of them, my deepest friendships are here, even with our abiding girls. And I just love you guys. Thankful. Wonderful. Good. So I'm going to thank uh, an unknown woman. Uh, first thing that came to mind the thief tried to kill, still and destroy, um, kill my trust in my earthly father and destroy their marriage. And so I came to the church one day and this woman said, today you're going to learn that you have a broken earthly father, but you have a heavenly father who will never leave, never disappoint, always there for you. Amen. And she did not take my name and number. She took me down the street, down the hallway, plopped me in a 20s group, a Bible study, and they started to teach me about forgiveness. Good. So Wonderful. I give the Lord praise for her. Wonderful. Oh, hello, Grace. Hello. 
I just want to honor the leadership here. I want to honor you, Ken and Clayton. And sorry. It's okay. I just feel the Lord's honor for you guys because I've moved on to a different church. This is still my home, but seeing how discipleship works here, how you guys have honored the Lord, his word, and his Holy Spirit so well has set me up for success in every area. And I just honor you guys. And I love you, and I'm so thank grateful. You. Bless you, Grace. So thank you. She lives in Texas, unfortunately. <laughs> I am exactly like the forager in this story, and we, Alex, my husband and me, we don't have enough words to say thank you. It's terrible to leave your country when you are threatened. It's, uh, I just left my parents in the airport, and it was heartbreaking, but this is our family. And we are thankful to all of you, especially, of course, thank you. our pastors. Wonderful. God bless you. Blessings. Pass it on there. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Ron Hoover. My precious wife, Bonnie, is back there, 61 years married. Yes! Now that I was going to come up and give thanks, my daughter, oh. Tina, came up there. I don't know if she didn't trust me or what I my own. But we are so thankful. Bonnie and I have three daughters, 11 grandchildren, 17 great-grandchildren, and number 18, 19, 20, and 21 are in process. And so we're just so thankful that we know our daughter is in a church that is filled, filled, filled with the Holy Spirit and just loving, serving God. So thank you all. Wonderful. Casperi, and a couple things quickly. I want to thank my parents for being amazing my whole life. And Good. Have such a great foundation, and through all kinds of seasons, have always been there for me. I want to thank the church, thank the leadership, thank the Lord for bringing us to here. And I just want to publicly thank the Lord because my physical pain is unbearable much of the time, and I know that if God's allowing it, then He's going to sustain. And today is one of those days, and I just want to say thank you, God, because I know you won't give me more than I can handle. And so I'm thankful to the Lord for his faithfulness. Good. It's faithful. Good. John. How could I not thank the Lord? Because I'm here. Um, I must thank my wife and stepson for all the care they gave me, but also all of you for praying for us, for providing for us, for visiting, for caring. Oh, it's been amazing to see God's family and God's hand at work in my life. And I am amazingly blessed because of my presence. And I'm praying that I will be a blessing to others. Wonderful. One of that always. So thank you giving me that opportunity, and we want to thank God Amen. for giving me this opportunity to be able to stand here thank you. and praise him for all that he does. Before you say anything, this gentleman, I went to visit him in the hospital, he was at death's door for a while. For a while, I'm telling you, for a while. I came home when I saw him and I said to Michelle, that man is sick. I trust God is going to make it. 
that you have. Blessings. Wonderful. Thank you. How do you follow that? Amen. <laughs> uh, the Lord led me back to this church by myself about a year ago, and I'm just incredibly grateful, especially to Tommy and Carly, for their discipleship over the past year. And Wonderful. The relationships and the friendships that I've formed since then and continue to build. So I'm grateful for restored joy. So. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Was he real? And I look at 50 years of walking with him, and I just can't imagine the alternative. It's been such a blessing, and I am just so blessed to see what God has taken the life that I thought I wanted to live and flipped it around, and it's been a different life. <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful. Oh my. Okay. And for not one but two legal victories on behalf of my mom in the past 18 months. Ooh. We serve right. a big God. Awesome. Big God. Wonderful. Bless you, man. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. I know. I know. <laughs> They thank the people at the uh, giant store that two ladies were in front of me, no, in back of me. I had a gift card from Interfaith, and it was the wrong card, so the bill came out to $13. So I, I said, well, I'll go to Safeway because I didn't see the, you know, the back of the card. So I started walking out the door, and the check cashier said, I mean, one of the checkers that works there came, you know, called to me and said, well, somebody wants to pay your bill. It was thirteen dollars. Now, one more thing is, um, I've got. I'm very. I mean, I've told the story before to my friends, but um, I, I I go to the Catoctin gas station and I don't. I usually run out of gas, but I mean, not all the time. But uh, I had my brother's car, so uh, I had people help me filling up with gas. You know, yeah. And also, I'm going to the worship center. Not. I mean, not that worship center. They don't want me back. But um, <laughs> well, um, something I said, and Justin, you know, he invited somebody to come or whatever. Uh, also, um, the uh, uh, the church that I'm going down the street, uh, McLean Bible Church, they're giving me this guy's name, literally, he cares about people, and he's going to give me a uh, credit card, cash credit card. I mean, credit card for gas. Wonderful. Okay. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm Well, anybody who I heard one person say to me, you know, if somebody needs help, you have to help them. <laughs> Thank you. Bless you. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, I just want to publicly thank Tommy um, for just the generosity that, or how genero generously he uses his time. Um, yeah. And uh, specifically, when I first started coming to the church, um, if I think the timeline lines up. It was before he was working here and, and he was still working full time. And um, 
I had a lot of questions, I had some of my own church trauma, and, and just trying to be like, you know, how do I trust a church again? And uh, I was talking to Tommy, and he was like, well, let's just get coffee. And I remember sitting down with him, and, and him not just asking me what, what my questions were, but, but being like, all right, back up, let, let me actually hear what your story is, and hear where you come from, and who you are, and just, yeah, this church is really blessed, Tommy, to have you as, as, as on staff. And, uh, Amen. Yeah, I agree. I just want to say thank you to the Holy Spirit for leading me to this church and helping to teach me the things that I needed to know that I didn't know that I needed to know. And I'm just thankful to all the prayer team here and all the pastors. Um, this has been life-changing. Wonderful. And Great to have you. It is thank changing you. the lives of my family and hopefully future generations too. Wonderful. So, uh, Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to thank the generations before um, in the leadership, the church, uh, and my family, uh, my aunt and uncle, or not my aunt and uncle, but you know, and um, just my parents and it, the church pillars. I just, I keep thinking of it as pillars and that I can stand the way that I stand and I can hear from the Holy Spirit and I can live my life in the ancient paths because of the generations before. Very good. And that includes this church, so thank you. Very good. Thank you. I'm thankful for 31 years of marriage in a couple of weeks. Wonderful. I'm thankful that all of our children are here today and walking with the Lord. And I'm thankful the Lord pulled me up out of a lonely place in the wilderness and put me in community, both here and in our abide ministry and just so many people I'm surrounded by um, how he went ahead of us and he prepared the way and he's taking care of us. Wonderful. Wonderful. I want to give you a Thank you for Before that, I want you, everyone, turn your, left, turn your head to the left and see the line with you have there, all the people we you have there. Now turn to the right. I want to thank for family. That's where we are. I have an amazing family. It belongs to this church. And it's each one of you. And I hope you have that feeling too. Yeah, yeah. Because that is to give thank you to the Lord. Thank you for the worship. Thank you for the people in the doors. Thank you for the people coming and cleaning. Thank you for the pastors. Thank you for each one of you that is family. And I love you. I love for your life. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I just want to thank, thank God. Thank God, first of all, for saving my life. I was headed down a destructive path, and he just saved my life. Good. And I want to thank God and my wife for sticking by me all the times that I have done disgusting things. So she's just stayed by my side and is on this walk with me. So I just want to thank her. Good for you, young man. Good for you. Uh, first off, I want to thank the woman that brought me into the world and brought me here to church, my mom, Gail. Uh, second off, I want to thank the men in the men's ministry, the Bible study that got me involved in this church, Ramon, Lewis, Dave, Pastor Ken did plenty. 
uh, leadership, Tommy and uh, Clayton and Todd, you've been great. And lastly, I also want to give a big thanks to Tally S for leading the awesome deliverance ministry at the church. Wonderful. Good. And I want to thank publicly, I want to thank Free Life, specifically uh, the founders. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Ken, and thank you, Clayton. Um, thank you for your obedience to God, because the fruit that it bore through God in my life, I'm just, like, so grateful for. Um, my life will never be the same again, so thank you. You're welcome. You really are welcome. Thank you. I just want to give thanks, you know, for this church. It didn't plan for everyone to thank, you know, so many to thank the church. It's not like we said that up. Um, we didn't, but I, I really want to give thanks to this church because the, the group of people that God has brought together uh, is amazing. Just the incredible people, the incredible capacity of the people. So many of you come from different places and other people put in hard work years ago and you arrive here all wonderful. It's just this amazing group of people that God has brought together and with his, his hand over this body. I. We used to say, we say it all the time behind closed doors, that this is not the work of man's hands. God has had a plan here that I just, I I'm sometimes feel like I just get in the way. I try to get out of the way as much as I can. And, um, and I'm just amazed at the faithfulness of God to his people and to us here. And, and just to us in our own lives, but also here corporately. God has been so faithful to this church and so faithful to his people. And some of the promises that he said that you think, I wonder if we'll ever see. We now see, we now walk in. And uh, just last week at George Taylor, one of the founders of this church at his funeral, I was so moved by his, uh, by his memorial service. And I know Patsy's with us. I really was so moved by the life he lived and by the way he parented his children and by the way, just all the stuff that came out of the memorial service. And I know that that legacy also continues with us. They started it, it was my mother and father and then with us. But I'm just very thankful, besides all of that, none of us are intelligent enough or good enough to do what God's doing. None of us. It's the Lord. Yeah. And it's His handiwork. And it's just been amazing to me. And uh, so I'm just very grateful to that. And I want to just also say thank you to my wife. Uh, I'm very grateful to her. Yeah. We're going to end with a song, but I want you if you could all stand, please, if you don't mind. It's a wonderful song of gratitude. And I'm going to ask you all, if possible, to lift your hands and then just say, Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. We are your people. Thank you.